Welcome to another episode of Hidden. I'm your host, Sonia Singh. If you're just tuning in, the series is about young carers in Ontario. So people that are between the ages of 15 and 24 who are actually taking care of loved ones. My next guest has been pretty vocal when it comes to taking care of his brother. Stefan has been in several videos and really been an advocate and ambassador almost for young carers. So I'm so happy to have him be part of our show. I'm going to just deep dive right into it, Stefan. Tell us your story as a young carer. Tell me a little bit about that point when you make that decision. You know, was it something that you thought through about having this conversation with some of your closest friends or was it that time because you were missing out on certain events and they were sort of getting sick of you not being there and having yeah. to hear that excuse again. When, when is the right time as a young carer to share? When you get tired of being called a flop. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's understandable if you're canceling all the time. I feel like if I were a 14-year-old kid mm-hmm. and my friend was like, I can't come yeah. at like the last minute, like 10 minutes before we're supposed to hang out right i would probably say the same thing yeah uh, just not understanding um so when i made that decision it was a progressive process okay. i didn't necessarily say like i'm taking care of my brother and this is my situation and yada 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 it was like well i have to like stay with my brother tonight. right and how how was the response were, were your friends responsive yeah i was just like okay they got it that's cool yeah they didn't understand the extent of it. Right. Um, they knew that I had a brother with special needs mm-hmm. and that I had to stay with him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't realize what was going into it. So that's interesting because of everything that's going into your role as a caregiver. Do you find that you grew up a lot faster than you thought you would? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I Being a young caregiver like boosted me. I started my young caregiving role a little well, I don't want to say later in life because I was in my 20s, yeah. like early 20s. You're young. You, yeah. You're still young. But at the time, you know, you should be exploring the world and thinking yeah. about taking your next backpack trip. And yeah, yeah. instead, you've almost become um, another another parent for your yeah. brother, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it was okay. I had to grow fast anyways. Okay. Uh, I spent a lot of time being sick in the hospital. Yeah. So you have to like mm-hmm. boost yourself up and overcome and kind of push through things mm-hmm. and ha- change your perspective. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily thinking about um, like kids. Like, I wasn't really thinking about kids stuff. I was thinking of like managing like my energy levels yeah. and um, managing my time Yeah, when I was like 13, 14 years old. And um, managing those energy levels, how do you stay optimistic? Uh, when you're really tired, it's hard. Um, it's, it's tough staying opt, I wouldn't say it's tough staying optimistic. It's tough staying optimistic when you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, but you kind of, you have to like push through it and see the silver lining. I'm constantly reminding myself that this is making me stronger Mm -hmm. and my family is benefiting from this and they need my help and I'm helping them sustain a better quality of life by inputting my my help so I try and remind myself of that whenever I'm feeling like garbage yeah Yeah, yeah. and that gratitude right Mm. because you just said that silver lining it's hard to find when you're when you're in this situation yeah Yeah. Yeah. and I'm very fortunate I have great parents yeah that are extremely understanding Mm -hmm. um and I'm able to say I'm not feeling great yeah 
and they'd be like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I even have times where I don't need to say I'm feeling great Mm -hmm. and they see it on my face and they push me to go to bed. I will like, I usually fight with them to help out because they're like, it's okay. Like you need a rest, but I'm like, yo, you need a rest too. Right. Blah, blah. And we go back and forth a lot. Um, But I try and remember that if we, like, if I don't take care of myself, Mm -hmm. then I won't be able to to help out. Yeah. I won't be any use to anybody, so. And do you think that your your brother knows how how important you've been um, in his life? Um, like, do you do you guys have those moments where you're just he knows? I I don't know. I think so. I I notice like we get along really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I can see like a change in his demeanor when I'm around him versus okay. strangers. Yeah. Um, he gets, when he's, like, really, like, hyped up, he doesn't like loud noises. Okay. So when he gets uh, around a big group of people, um, or people that he doesn't really know well, he kind of gets tense, and he, like, start yelling. It used to be really embarrassing, like, back in the day when he used to go to church. Oh. He'd, like, start yelling in the middle of church. Yeah. I'm like, man. Well, that's interesting, because, you know, that's another emotion that caregivers go through, is embarrassment. Oh, yeah. So talk to me a little bit about that. Where, where does... Where do you just say, no, this isn't embarrassing. This is actually a gift, and I am grateful for this happening. Yeah. When does that kick Yo, in? It takes time. <laughs> it really does take time. Yeah, like, it through does. All, like, throughout my childhood, I was like, man, mm-hmm. I don't want this extra attention. Yeah. This is, like, embarrassing. And uh, people would turn around yeah. and, like, look, and I'm like, yo, we've been coming here for years. Yeah. You know what's up. And you're trying to protect your brother from yeah, the embarrassment because exactly, yeah. he can't do anything. Because he can't do anything about yeah. it. He doesn't know better. Yeah. Um, but at a certain point, you kind of have to say, like, screw everybody. Yes. Yeah. And this is my I Did this ever happen to you? So at one point when we were helping my dad, we were at the clinic, and this woman just kept staring at him. You yeah. know, and it was so obvious. Yeah. Just, oh, just, I want to fight people okay. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, disclaimer. Not yeah. that we actually would. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's, and as a caregiver, because you're experiencing all these different emotions, there were parts of me that were so angry, I would want to go up to that person, not yeah. fight, but like say something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. like, yeah. like, why are you staring? Yeah, what's like, your problem? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. like, literally, you're making the situation way worse for us because of your actions yeah, instead definitely. of helping us. Yeah. And I understand that, you know, it's very, it's different. It's different. It's different. And people sometimes don't know that them looking is actually hurtful. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So did those types of incidences happen to you outside of, you know, you talked about being at church and it was embarrassing. Were there times where you just thought, you know, I can't stand people looking at us all the time. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just going through the mall would be yeah. uncomfortable. Um, just walking down the street would be uncomfortable. Right. Going to school. Um, he wasn't, we were in the same school. Okay. Um, but people, it was separated. Like the, uh, I can't, wow, I can't remember the name of the room. But the special needs class was somewhat separated from the rest of the class. So people weren't really aware of, like, my brother. Wow. And, like, his condition. So them seeing him, Mm -hmm. it'd be like... It was, it was awkward. Like, it was a little awkward, and I didn't know how to talk about it at all. Because yeah. I wanted to be a teenager. And exactly. I feel like it's a little embarrassing to say. I feel like I should have been, like, really proud and, like, screw you guys. This is, like, my family. But, like, at the time, I just wanted... To fit be, in. I just wanted to fit yeah. in. I wanted to be a kid. Right. And I was already going through, like, the sick kid right. title yeah. of oh, being yeah. gone all the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want another thing 
so I was like you know what um I kind of like kept it at bay a little bit yeah um but now I've I've grown up well, you're, now you're just a champion and a cheerleader to yeah, all things. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I think yeah, that's absolutely. the best attitude to have is yeah. to not care. Yeah, and definitely. to put the care into being the caregiver. Yeah, you have to focus your attention for sure. Pick your battles. Totally. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Stefan. You really made this episode lighthearted, even though young carers and caregiving can be a very difficult uh, story to talk about. For more information on Stefan's story, you can actually check out the Change Foundation's YouTube and they have a spotlight on Stefan as well as the National did a story on Stefan as well too. Stefan, we're so proud of you and please continue to share your story. Stay tuned for another episode of Hidden.